Welcome back to Highly Suspect, a Star Wars story by Bad Form Podcast. I'm your host and game master, Ben Frisch, and welcome to episode 11. Yay! Yay! We did it? Tim's in town? Yeah! Looking at his beautiful face right now. Still uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Colin's a little hungover, so don't, don't expect much from him, him today. Just mute me. You don't need me. Is that the podcast equivalent of saying just kill me already? Just just mute me now. Um, I don't think we have anything to go over. Um, So let's just do a recap. Unless we do have something to go over. We have a poll that we need to get into. Oh, yeah. It was something about groups. Uh huh. Who's going to be the first to uh, hunt down. Enemy the group. Factions. Tim, who do you think it is? Oh, shit. Yinyar clan. Yinyar is definitely a fan favorite. But Zagerians have one. Black Sun has one. The Empire and Yinyar both have three. Oh, no. That's a tie the on the Yinyars and the Empire. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we get both. That's not fair. <laughs> That's too much. One of these things is much less frightening than the other. That's very much true. It looks like win win war one. Don't it's let a them tie. Choose, uh, then it'll be both. Okay, very cool. Well, thanks for voting, guys. This should be fun. <laughs> okay, so last time on Bad Form Podcast, you guys went to Cantonica uh, with orders to find Lom and get him on your side in overthrowing his uncle Zaitenmaj. The, we kind of split up a little bit, and each of us did our own little thing to try and help either with Lom or at least making us less recognizable in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Dua got a new transponder for the ship, so maybe you can change your ident codes eventually. I'd like to make a little deck so yeah. you can choose from them. Cass, uh, you saw Vasic Turok. I did. And his bodyguard, Chalric. Kind of a weird meeting. Um, semi-threatening while also saying he liked you enough and uh, you guys should come back to Ord Mantell sometime for one of his auctions. And then uh, Garrick saw Lom. Uh, he declined your offer and uh, basically said um, it's not going to do anything about you right now, but um, if he sees you again, you guys are probably going to have to fight each other. So I won't see him again. Easy. Easy. And then you told Yuri that uh, everything had happened. He said, well, I'm going to go find Lom, and you guys are off this mission. Um, Dua got a little heated and said he wanted to talk to the guest. And you guys are on your way back, and the guest is in your hangar waiting for you. So we start with you exiting hyperspace and passing through the asteroid field to your base. And as we see the VCX pass through the particle shield, already there, landed in in your hangar, is a small blue and white civilian shuttle. And Garrick, as you look out the front viewport of your ship, you can see in the communal area of your hangar, the guest, and he is petting your flutter plume that is resting its head across the guest's lap. Oh my God. <laughs> like, because we've never seen him out of his office, right? Mm-hmm. It's like seeing a teacher at the store. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's a teacher that has an intelligence network that spans the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And uh, standing behind him is his bodyguard that you guys met last season. 
Masamita um, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a Chagrin. The race uh, blue skin with the horns that come out of the top of their head and the two horns that rest on Laku hanging down their, their shoulders onto their chest. And he is wearing his white robes that are open, revealing black armor. And Ooh. he is kind of like a, an obsidian, like an obsidian halberd almost that he's oh. using as a, as a staff. That's so cool. And the guest himself is just sitting on our nasty ass <clears throat> couch. <laughs> yep. And uh, he's just super old. He has a small cane, very hunched over for an authorian even. And uh, he's got long white whiskers hanging off of his chin and his eyebrows that kind of droop down. He looks very fragile. Yeah. And, uh, is uh, Movac sitting on the couch? Because we've been working on him only getting <laughs> on the couch when he's invited up instead yeah. of just whenever he wants. Yeah, he's got his head on the guest's lap. Oh, so precious. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. If it was Yuri petting him, I'd be very uncomfortable, but this is nice. Pop off his pinky top and just hack yep. into him. <laughs> You're mine now. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's so cool. Um, Guys, he's... Uh, looks like the guest is here as I'm pulling in. Wait, the, the guest is here? Dua looks yep. up from his little astrogation panel and some of that righteous anger and fury that he had on that last call kind of just like goes right out of his sails and he's like... Oh, oh, well, at least he's safe. Um, he doesn't look angry. Yeah, Dua's going to grab the holocron mm-hmm. and keep it on him when he goes to see the guest. You guys step down, and uh, he remains seated. The bodyguard faces towards you, and uh, there's just kind of a an air of, you come to me. <laughs> um, I want to wave to the bodyguard. Like think of him as a friend. Wave hello or like wave like come here. No, just hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But not the guest because he's too cool. Well, did he turn? He's just sitting straight forward, right? Yeah. He didn't even turn. He's too cool for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) Well, since Duo was the one that made the demand for him to be here, I'm going to go ahead and walk up and give a quick little bow, nod sort of combo and just say, "Um, welcome to our home. Uh, I think I'm going to stand next to you behind the chair and just put my hands on the chair to try to give me a little bit of a cool. Mm -hmm. Yuri says you wish to speak to me. I I mean, it's just been a while since, you know, we came back to the base and, you know, a lot's happened since then. I mean, we've all got death marks. I mean, Cass has had a huge family revelation, I guess, and uh, I, I managed to open this and I show him the holocron and open it real quick. His, his like half squinted eyes um, slightly open when you say you open the holocron and he uses the force and actually pulls it to him as he begins to examine it. We will speak of this shortly. As for your earlier points, I apologize for my absence. It has been an unusually busy time as I aid Prince Jizor in his conquests. I also apologize for sending you to speak to Lam. I had placed unreasonable expectations on the three of you. My hope was to apprehend Lam peacefully, but it has not turned out that way, has it? Yeah, it didn't. We appreciated 
the opportunity, though, to to just give him a chance to help the cause. I have council members whispering in my ear, telling me it would be best if he were put down. And many of them. And he stops and sort of side-eyes his Shagrian bodyguard, and then continues, Believes your group is not suited to carry out any more missions regarding the Black Sun. They think I'm getting old and making mistakes. But I chose your group for a reason. I'm very interested in the council members. (laughs) Who are they? You should say that. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) So where do we play into this then? Because the way that I see it is we've done a couple jobs for you. We've got death marks on our heads. We're pretty much uh, dead on arrival anywhere we go. Going forward, I will be giving you jobs better suited to your dispositions. But I will not ask you to help in matters of the Black Sun. I fear, after the Lom debacle, you are indeed too close. Yeah. (laughs) Despite your feelings, Lom is now a loose end, and I must have Yuri seek him out and incarcerate him until Jizor has retaken his throne. I know this is not something that you wish to hear, but the alternative is death. Well, Garrick, I'd rather not see him die. Yeah, it, it seems like the only option. Then I will give the order. Yep. Well, I think for the sake of our friend, then, that's the safest option for him. I, I agree. When all is said and done, I will consult you on what is to be done with Lom. Thank you. What about the death marks? Another benefit to making sure Jizor takes back control of the Black Sun. Once he is in control, you will lose the death mark from the Black Sun. And if the Zygerians want to keep any sort of relationship with the Black Sun, they would be wise to drop the bounty as well. I unfortunately cannot do anything about the Empire. That is a mark you will carry with you wherever you go. One more thing. Yuri took one of me and Garrick's friends with him the last time. Ah, Lyric Ashte. He is currently asleep here in the barracks of your base. I bring him back to you in good faith. And after extensive vetting, I believe he knows nothing of value. (laughs) He never does. And I feel he does not pose any threat to my operations. Were you able to check his records and see if he's like actually a mechanic? Like, does he have any skills? It's or? Okay. He does. He's he's fine. Um, Stop okay. replacing you. Okay. Do do we want to ask? Do we ever want to ask about Horace? I'm scared to ask about Horace's Me cast because he did give us quite the bar- like the berating for that one. Yeah. So much so that whenever we brought lyric, Yuri brought that up again. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to ask about yeah. Horace. Word. Not right now. Maybe in a pinch. Yeah. I want to say that he kind of looks to the three of you with an almost joyful look as he says, 
I want to say I have recognized the changes the three of you have made both personally and as a group. But Garrick, I will let you know. I intercepted your comm to Adar Wren. Oh. You were broadcasting on an open channel, and I felt it best not to let the galaxy know exactly where you were. You never know who's listening. I also believe your confessions to Master Adar should be done in person. And he nods to his bodyguard, who hands you a data card. Those are the coordinates to Adar Rim. He is currently living a solitary life on the plains of Ord Mantel. Is he well? As far as I can tell. Thank you for uh, blocking that transmission for me. I was really high. <laughs> <laughs> and do uh, he looks at you. May we speak privately? In the command room, if it is not a bother. Uh, absolutely, of course. Garrick's offended, but he doesn't say anything. So like, I think this is where Cass is going to take the opportunity to go check on Lyric. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. <laughs> like, does he have like a little rascal scooter? Like, how we get in? <laughs> You're, You're going him. at his pace, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do a slowly walks beside the guest as they walk towards the Should command we center. Ask about T three. I'll try to bring that up. Yeah. I mean, plus okay. keep the comms open. So, you're walking beside him as he's slowly approaching the command center and you notice he's carrying a small work bag with him. And the Shagrian bodyguard is following behind you and as you step into your quarters, the Shagrian waits outside. Oh shit. That's the thing. I want to say that he probably knows about T3 and all that because T3 is been in contact with him and i'm sure he's like hey by the way i'm stuck <laughs> <laughs> little update on me yeah um, uh so as you guys step into your room which is also the command center he puts the bag down and um begins to just go to work on your console i'm not gonna interrupt <laughs> and without looking at you while he's working he just says you wish to speak to me about something, Dua. Well, I i mean, you know, when we originally began working together, you had mentioned that when I could open the holocron, we would speak more about these things that are happening to me. And I, I finally did it. So I just wanted to make sure that, yeah. I just want to help more. I feel like I can help more. I can feel like I can grow more, but I just feel stuck. What do you hope to gain from deepening your connection to the Force. They'll make me stronger so I can help my friends. So it is power you desire. I desire the ability to help. Hmm. Well then, I would like you to follow the Holocron, with your first lesson being to study the nature of power. I already had my first lesson. I had to watch my brother die, and I couldn't do anything to stop it. He stops working for a moment uh, to look at you when you say that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's still what happened on that planet when I was able to open the holocron. I had the vision that maybe I was just high, like how Garrick always gets. But <laughs> burn. Dude doesn't say that. That's a joke. <laughs> It's just like, 
I obviously there was a narcotic involved, but I was worried that like you were in danger and that I had to watch. I had to go back to the place where, you know, my powers caused the problems that killed my brother. So it's it's been a lot for me to try and deal with, you know, pack into little boxes inside of myself, compartmentalize. And he's still working. If it wasn't the guest, it would kind of look like he's just brushing you off. But he, yeah. he, he's intently listening to you speak. Do is kind of pacing and just venting a little bit. Yeah. And I think, I think the guest is getting a lot more out of this conversation, just listening to you actually speak than trying to guide you through something. And uh, I, I saw you die. Ah. A glimpse into a possible future. You are getting stronger. No, I've only been able to move things. I've not... I've gotten some senses of, you know, emotions around me and things like that, but never anything. So, do it stops and just closes his eyes and just shivers a little bit and just says, vivid. I have had many in my time, with many of them never coming to fruition. In my experience, trying to prevent the vision only brings you closer to making it a reality. Dua looks a little bit relieved at that. (laughs) Follow the holocron, Dua. But I will ask you not to mistake me for a teacher. I am centuries past my days as a Jedi, and quite frankly, I'm getting too old to be doing such things. Your greatest lessons will come from experience and trusting in yourself and in your companions. I suppose I can't ask for anything more. I mean, it's you know better than where I started. That's for sure. Dude was a little bit disappointed because he was kind of hoping that the guest would be a mentor, but it looks like he wants to go hands off. <laughs> the holocron will lead you to the second moon of Fimto. The moon consists mostly of oceans, but the holocron will lead you to a small island. There, you will find an abandoned Jedi temple. One that the Jedi stopped using many years ago. Is it a civilized part of space? I'm not familiar. Not many are. Even in the ranks of the Jedi, it fell into obscurity. It is said the location was even purged from the archives of the Jedi Temple to hide its secrets from the galaxy. I I think it'd be a good place to lay low, since we were just on (laughs) Cantonica with death marks on our heads, so I... You hear a chime, and uh, he pulls a thumb drive out of the console and begins to walk towards the door. Come, Dua. Did he leave his bag? No, he, he grabs it. Dang it. He takes <laughs> Thought it they him. were presents. No, <laughs> no presents, what kind of presents. He holds out the data stick he just pulled from the console uh, as if to show you. T3 has been placed onto this fob. Uh, wait, what? The command center of this facility is no place for an astromech. I have returned an old friend to you. The AI who once inhabited this station is back where he belongs. And after its reprogramming, it has no memory of you or your companions. Okay, well, I guess that's all right because he was kind of insane, but also, I mean, morally, that's always been a gray area for me, and Dua's just mumbling at this point. <laughs> you would be too if you were stuck in place for a couple thousand years. Yeah, no, I don't I don't blame him for going insane, but uh, okay, I think it's... And he hits the door and <laughs> opens it. 
And he walks over to the Basilisk war droid. And he plugs that stick in. And it begins to power on. With T3. Fuck off. As it's piled. Oh. This is where we hear the ruckus. I'm at least going to start moving out. I'm going to leave Lyric and go back. Yeah, Lyric... Lyric is just asleep. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just checked on out. him. Now I hear something ruckusing around. I'm going to walk out and go. What's going on? And in your helmet, almost like it was supposed to link to something, uh, you get a display which is text speech from T3 coming through on a now activated display in your helmet. T3, how are you doing this? Aren't you? Did you program this? Text begins to fill your helmet, and it just says, come to the main hangar. <laughs> My body is going through changes. And uh, you see the Basilisk Wardroid up and around. Still a little beat up. I'm going to look at Dua, and I'm going to be like, did you fix it? Dua just points at the guest. <laughs> so T3 is in that now. So who's making our system not fly into the sun? Do uh, the guest pats you on the shoulder and says, I must be leaving. Explain it to them, will you? Um, we need to go reintroduce ourselves, guys. To who? To an ancient Mandalorian AI. No, what? no, 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 no. Is no, the shuttle no, like no. taking off right <laughs> the now? The shuttle's just move, moving out. <laughs> no. <laughs> So okay, I don't I don't get it. So we we don't complete the job the way he wants us to. So now he's going to have us die. I no, it's and it's T3 okay. Is it's here okay. to protect us. He's he's reprogrammed the Mandalorian AI. He says that it's fine, but we should probably go make a good first impression, all right, guys? He's been reprogrammed. It's a new start. Um I think a bit I... Well, I'm going to go Cass goes and pulls his gun out and then goes and follows Dewey yeah. to go introduce himself. <laughs> I uh, Garrick also follows. <laughs> Welcome, Cast, Dua, and Garrick. He knows our names. The guest probably told him it's okay. Yeah, but what's his name? Hello. Um, how would you like us to refer to you? However you feel, masters. I don't like that word. Okay. Um. Oh, we gotta give it a cool name then, right? Garrick, what's you, you named the last animal? What's this one? Cass. <laughs> That's going to get confusing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're calling it the station New Cass City. There's two um, words between those. <laughs> you can't call them New or City. Can't call them Cass. No, no, Cass. we do that. We could call them Mar. Okay. All right. But, like, uh, you know, like a Mandalorian artificial, you know, uh, reinstated mainframe or something like that. It's fine. Well, you're smart. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Wonderful acronym. Updating my databanks. Is there anything else I can do for you? Could you run a quick diagnostic and make sure that the flight path for the base isn't going towards the nearest star? We are currently locked in orbit with all particle shields at 100%. Oh, great. Perfect. Great. great, great Keep great. us there. Anything else? Do you like us? I have just met you, Master Garrick. But I would say our first interaction has been a pleasant one. Okay, well, uh, hey, it's great, great to meet you. Um, 
Don't kill us. Please. (laughs) I look forward to more pleasant interactions. Um, yeah, no, we'll let you know if we need anything. Please um, let us know if we can help you with anything. Uh, but we need to go check on our friend T3 real quick once he's got his legs back under him. Uh, so, other than this, what what else did you talk to the guest about? Yeah, fill us in on what's going on. Um, You're not keeping secrets from us now, are you? Oh, no, I <laughs> learned my lesson from that very well. Uh, <laughs> so, we just went to Kentonica. We were slightly less than stealthy maybe a little bit conspicuous so I thought what if we lie low for a little while right so what do you want to do here can our inventory yeah. day or uh, we do need an inventory day you need an inventory day we might be able to do an inventory day but I mean there's also a place that we could go check out and do a pulls out the holocron and opens it up and shows the map to both of them where's this it's an ocean planet very <sighs> secluded Vacation. Beaches. Hey, we're going to the vac- uh, beach. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I love might it. need a little bit of help exploring some ruins, but I mean, we can make a vacation out of it. I love ruins. Do we have to take Lyric? It's probably rude not to. It would be rude not to take him on vacation, especially what he's been through. We deserve it. Yeah. He you get to wake him up. Okay. I'm going to go see T3. I'll go get him. <laughs> <laughs> you turn around and T3 is actually standing behind you, just looking down at you. Hey, T3. This bear-like basilisk war droid. What's it feel like to be mobile again? You just... <laughs> just more text popping up on the inside of your, your helmet. I love this. We have so many secrets to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys just... I'm just going to say you guys have just like a nice, quick yep. conversation, just talking back and forth to each other as you're just walking around the base talking to him through the helmet. I'm going to sound like the craziest person alive. Ask him what we're supposed to do with his chassis. Yeah, like does he need any weapons? Need any more repairs? Yeah, hey, T3, can you run a diagnostics? He has no weapons um, other than his big old claws. Big old claws. Um, And uh, any repairs that need to be done? He's currently um, working on the repairs himself. It has a sort of auto repair function with the correct setup in his in his memory. Oh man, dude is going to be so yeah. mad that he doesn't get to fix you. Uh, <laughs> well, he was I'll, doing a great job. I'll break the news to him. You still got a wrist launcher that you need fixed. I do. But he's going to put on the text chain in your helmet that he will be getting on the cargo bay of your ship because he needs to get out and move around after being stuck for so long. Well, T3's coming with us, guys. Is Movac coming? Absolutely. Who else is going to catch our food? That's right. It's vacation. Yeah. It's vacation days, baby. Woo! (laughs) You guys are going to be so disappointed at what kind of ocean planet this is. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing, though, is Dua doesn't stop us. Dua probably doesn't know either. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Dua doesn't care. He's got some force bullshit to think about, but we're going to the beach. We're going on vacation. (laughs) Uh, can I wake Lyric up? Does he wake up okay? Is he alive? Yeah. He, uh, uh, Guess what? Uh, Guess what? <laughs> Vacation. <laughs> We're going to the beach. Oh. You let him take me. That's why you we're going on vacation. Take me. Back your shit and I run out of the room. <laughs> As an apology. I'm gone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm packing my shit. He looks a little frustrated. But he's that's why he's going around. on vacation. We're taking him. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to be happy. That's right. 
Woo, woo, woo. So we want to get a shot of everybody going? Yeah. On a bad form va- vacation? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you thought this was going to be so cool. Yeah, I want, I want you to draw art for that. <laughs> just us like on the a beach. A postcard of us like leaving Newcastle. Yeah. It's just like everything there. It's like vacation. All and then packed, it's just like, a big disappointment for the shirts. next one. Yeah. See you when the empire collapses. <laughs> like, <laughs> Since we actually know where we're going and it's a bit of a trip this time, I think we should try to set up a purchase with that broker and have them send the materials forward ahead of us so we can meet up with it there. The broker is more of, you make the order, he brings it to your base a week later. Okay. He's not going to meet you anywhere else. Fine. Well, we should at least, you know, look look at this for once now. That's true. We should at least take inventory. That way when we come back, we're all rested up. We can go on another uh, another thing. Mm -hmm. Relaxing. Yeah. 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 Relaxing. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's take a break so you guys can look through all the books. Okay, so we are back from the break now. Everyone's decided what they're going to buy. Um, so everyone, tell me what you're getting, how much it costs, and then what your final total is for how much credits, how many credits you guys have in your bank. And just so the audience knows, while ordering through this guy, everything in the book is doubled in price because he's... Uh, Specialized. Specialty, yeah. yeah. So let's start with Tim. We all went a little bit buck wild, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. We really hate credits, and we wanted to get rid yeah. of them. <laughs> so yeah, right now the total that we have is one hundred and twenty point two thousand credits. Mm-hmm. And the things that I'm going to be getting are I'm going to get the uh, ECM five ninety eight medical backpack. Okay. Which will add boost to medical checks for species because there's like a little catalog in it where it's like, ooh, Chatra fan, how do I fix that? Okay. Um, and it reduces the difficulty by one for um, critical injury medical checks. Mm-hmm. So that guy's 900 total. Next, I'm going to be getting the laser sight for my OK98 so it has the automatic advantage. That one's going to be 1,000. Uh, then I've got the... Outlaw Tech Flesh Camouflage Set, where I need to find someone's DNA, and then I can change my appearance to match that. I feel like it's easier if they're of the same species and mm-hmm. build, so we'll have to find a Twi'lek like, and knock him out at some point. Mm-hmm. That's 5,000. And then the last thing um, is the Armored Drop Suit, which will let me fly. Yeah! <laughs> and it actually gives me vehicle stats. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my god. <laughs> At least as far as like maneuvering and stuff. Like if I get hit by I a vehicle, didn't realize that. if I get hit by a vehicle weapon, I'm toast. But we'll narratively make it easier. But I think it's less like flight and more like powered jump. Okay. But that's the that's the big one. That one's fifteen thousand by itself. So my grand total comes out to twenty one thousand nine hundred. All right. Um, for me, I'm getting three ion blast for my wrist shooter. Uh, that comes to a total of 600. I've got a tracking system for my helmet, which will allow me to track people as well as be able to predict a movement, which will be 2,000. Nice. Uh, I've got a holographic disguise matrix, which is my big ticket item, uh, which allows me to disguise all of that Mandalorian armor. Uh, the setback is I have to be the same, like roughly the same size. Mm-hmm. But that's 20,000. And then... Uh, 
me and Ben talked about it. I'm not getting a new jetpack, but to fix it up, it's half the price, which is the normal price that it is, which is four thousand seven hundred and fifty, for a grand total of twenty seven thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. And for you, bud, uh, the SR fourteen R light repeating blaster. Okay, which is just six damage auto fire. It's a thousand. Uh-huh. Um, two laser sights, one for each for the. The for the dragon, dragon eye, eye and yeah. for the se14 um those are 500 a piece uh and then a wrist mount for the light repeating blaster because my big ticket item is um ordering a cybernetic arm that we will then mount the the gun to mm-hmm. um and <laughs> you can crunch the numbers on that uh so I was going to say we said 20,000 total for the arm. Okay. And the surgery which uh we'll figure out who's going to do the surgery later. I have a little idea. So how much was everything else outside the 20,000? Uh not much. It's like 125, I think. Um yeah. 2275. Um that's undoubled, so it's like 6,000. So that brings you up to there's forty eight seventy five thousand, right? Yeah, just about. We're really blowing it. <laughs> yeah, seventy five thousand three hundred and fifty credits. Let's hope we don't land on another planet that wants to have us pay to park our ship. We're down to forty four thousand eight hundred and fifty credits. Hey, that's still pretty good. <laughs> yep. So do do we contact this guy? We pull out that one single use data pad and yeah i think what you do is you just bring the data pad up you guys all take turns like i assume you guys are now flying towards the planet yeah like you're yeah. in hyperspace and you all are just taking turns like scrolling through this catalog and just picking what you want yep. given the coordinates for the delivery yep hell yeah and i want to say with your cybernetic arm you hit the surgery option to come with it yeah so. yeah <laughs> I'm so excited. So some, somebody's going to show up to uh, cut you up. Is Lyric still upset? Is he on the ship, but just like yeah. sulking in the Yeah, he's, he's watching you guys have fun, buy stuff. You know, and just no money to his name. And also a little upset that you guys uh, just let him get taken away. <laughs> Not upset enough to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> one of you should talk to him. I'll say that much. It's not my department. I think Dua's the wrong person to talk to him about. I don't know. That might be the best way to get him to like you. <laughs> I'll talk to Lyric. So he's sitting there, arms crossed, just staring straight forward. And I'm going to reach behind the couch and pull out a bottle. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, here you go, buddy. Like does like a quick side eye, looks at it, and just doesn't look at you and grabs it and takes it and unscrews the cap. What'd they do to you? They asked me a bunch of questions. <laughs> and outside of that, did they hurt you? Well, stun rounds do hurt, believe it or not, but no, they didn't hurt me, hurt me. Well, I'm glad we got you back. Yeah. My feelings are hurt. I that's why I gave you the bottle of whiskey. Well, listen, Lyric, is there anything we can do on this vacation that'll make it up to you? One apology. Crazy idea, but 
listen, Yuri's a wild card. We should have known that. I do apologize for not warning you ahead of time. But I am very sorry. But you did get vetted. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should be after you anymore. You don't think? Well, we got the top guy to say he's not going to come after you. And I think that's probably the best that we can do. Well, the fact that you even apologize is more than Hosk ever did. So thank you. This is the one Actually, skill that Cass has over Hosk. Compassion. Apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not your father. I'm not my dad. Not even your father's kid. I got this big old bear behind me. Mm-hmm. I guess I fixed it, huh? <laughs> you did. Yeah. Look at that. Now you can go tell. Uh, now you can go tell Dua that. Oh, trust me. I'm gonna let him know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dua. Can we get some more information on this planet? Um. There's a lot of water. Um. But we're gonna be going to uh, an abandoned village. It's a. Uh, I think it was destroyed a long time ago, but hey, we're kind of used to that. I mean, look at our base. And you're just following the the holocron's, holocron's directions, just its coordinates, and come out of hyperspace. Um, not a planet. It's uh, the second moon, and it's just ocean covered with a few sparse uh, islands that you can see from space. And the ship comes down, and it is dark and mucky rain. And the coordinates are kind of leading you towards where it looks like there's some severe weather about to hit. Hurricane-like weather. Um, mm. You pass over this island. The the water is just like a dark black. And this town, whatever buildings were here, you can still see the foundation. And that's about it. Storms have probably wiped it out or something else. And Dua, you're following the holocron. It takes you down a bluff under this town that's on this plateau. And there you see the entrance to a cave. Old obelisks on each side of it create a sort of entrance where the holocron is leading you. And coming from out of the cave, you see the shape of someone coming to greet your ship. And he's got his hands over his face as you're kicking up the sand uh, with your ship. Can I do a quick perception with the force check? Mm-hmm. I did not expect there to be a person here. Me neither. Especially with no village. Yeah. Um. Can I use the ship sensors as a boost? <laughs> like, are there any anyone else that I can detect life form wise? Yeah, go for it. You can take a boost. And how difficult? Make it against uh, three difficulty. Okay, that's a weird one. So that's one success. That's two threats, technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, triumph and then one dark side point. <laughs> uh, no other life signs on the planet. As you land and you're actually kind of staring straight at the cockpit at him, you see that he's a Nautilin wearing fitted gray robes with like a, a black belt tied around his waist. And he approaches your ship unlike with like other people that you feel you get like no presence at all off of this guy you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like he's just so rather than sensing something there's just a hole yeah 
around this guy. And that doesn't necessarily mean bad or good. It's just something you haven't experienced before. Mm -hmm. You can't get, you don't feel any feeling off of him. But you've landed and you see this tropical storm fast approaching your position. Welcome to the town, guys. Garrick's not talking to either of you. Because this was supposed to be his beach vacation. Is he talking to me? I was under the understanding that it was a vacation too. Well, Dua, um, this is the worst vacation area that I've ever seen. I mean, we just got here. You know, just give it a chance. Maybe it'll, you know, warm up a little bit. I mean, once the storm goes past, you know, we probably want to leave actually before it gets here. But. Uh, so what do you think we do? We bunker down in the uh, in the ship until the weather gets better? Is that what you're thinking? Are you wanting to go talk to that? We should go talk to the Nautilin. Um, I think caves and high tides are a bad mix, so we should try to speed things up a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, come on, guys. Let's go. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be great. Uh, Lyric, you mind keeping an eye on the ship? <laughs> I don't talk to strange men walking out of caves, so anything for you, boss. No mutinies, right? Never again. Okay. I wink at him. <laughs> can the, uh, the droid stay with me, though? Yeah, I assume so. I could stay with you for now. And do you have a gun? An extra gun for me? Just protection. Yeah, I'll go to the armory and get just a light blaster pistol. Get the shotgun. We don't know where the shotgun is. Is it yeah, not in the armory? It's still anymore? under it's a bed somewhere. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I give him that huge sniper rifle, then. <laughs> So that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the respect. Oh, I love you guys. Love you too, Lyric. Do I? And he nods at you and walks. <laughs> <laughs> Lyric. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it. No, no. Hey, that, Dua started it, right? It's kind of. <laughs> In no way, shape, or form did Dua start it. <laughs> Dua said hello. Lyric said, did you fix this? It looks like shit. <laughs> and that was the start of their relationship, and it's been downhill ever since. Uh, I mean, you did get him kidnapped by Yuri. You're friends with him. Yeah, Yuri's kind of your fault. Anywho, yeah. Dua would like to disembark from the ship and approach the mysterious figure. So he's a Nautilin. You may remember Kit Fisto from the Clone Wars. Um, they're an aquatic species with large black bulbous eyes with otherwise human features. And he also has long tentacles that kind of look like dreadlocks hanging down his back and shoulders. And when you come out to greet him, he looks sort of confused to see anyone here. Looks like we missed the good weather, huh? <laughs> Who are you? Um, my, my name is Dua. Um. I uh, I have I have this. And then he just pulls out the holocron and pops it open. You're, you're a Jedi. Oh no no no! I uh, I have some abilities and I'm trying to understand them better. So I was given this and I was told to come here, but I'm uh, not not a Jedi. No no training. I just I just want to be able to control myself better. May I see it? The the holocron. Yes, of course. Um, what what is your name? My name is Tomorrow. Do I hands it over? The guardian of this temple. And he's looking it over. Guardian? 
He doesn't open it, but uh, he hands it back to you. Yes, I've been here for many years, but... Well, I'm sure you noticed that storm coming in. We saw it. Yeah. (laughs) I recommend you come inside with me. Would people on board the ship be fine? It'll be rocky, but you should be fine. Give Lyric a quick comment, just saying, keep everything airtight. You look up. He's already, like, in a sniper position on the roof of the ship, and you see him do that. Just, like, put his hand up to his (laughs) ear. No, no, you should get get back inside. (laughs) Just kind of sighs and gets off and starts to climb down the ship. Like, you can get in one of the gunner seats if it makes you happy. Dua, I don't take orders from you. (laughs) (laughs) Your bravery is incredible. Thank Thank you. you. Keep the ship safe. Can I do a leadership check? Yes. Dua covers his, like, communicator and just turns to Cass and goes like, I'm going to force push him through a wall someday. One difficulty on on Lyric. (laughs) One success. One success. <laughs> he salutes. Yeah. Anything for you, General. And you just see him on top of your ship. Just salute and salute climb right back, back down. I have to close the blast doors after we head in. I won't open them until the storm passes. I hope that's all right. I mean, seems fair. I Anything to keep the temple safe. No. Come along. He walks through the doors and this, the three of you pass in. And you see the panel that he types in a code and the blast doors that were hidden from view from the outside of the cave um, now start to slide and close you off from the outside. <laughs> Doesn't make that cool like diamond shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just see Lyric staring at you. Just <laughs> 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 it's the last thing you see <laughs> before the door closes. <laughs> then you hear the ship fly off. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> If Colin hadn't have succeeded on that leadership check, I was l- legitimately worried that he was. Yeah. <laughs> this man's not a leader. <laughs> I still have comms with the bear though, so it's fine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he could easily he kill Lyric. Very far. And uh, the basilisk war droid can just—it's just seeing everything you're seeing whenever he wants. Yeah. But you follow the Nautilus into the cave. It's damp. It has a very unpleasant smell that you just can't really place what it is and just right outside the entrance is a nice open cave area that's very well lit you can tell that this tomoral guy has been living here for quite a while Um, he has a makeshift living area and dining area and on the far side of the cave you see this large set of stone doors with ancient jedi script running from the floor to the ceiling and uh tomoral just kind of he goes to the kitchen area and uh says i was uh in the middle of making food when i heard your ship you're more than welcome to join me i've made more than enough and you can see into the pot and it looks like just a gray pail of fish and slop yum i can Mm. go for some sloppy soup nothing's better in a hurricane than sloppy soup Garrett takes off his jacket and helmet and makes himself at home. Do I make a uh, perception check with a force die? Can I do it without the force? Yeah, you guys can make a perception check too. Cool. Uh, how difficult? Uh, four difficulty for everyone. Uh, 
Actually, four for Dua, five for you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Did you roll all threats? And three successes. <laughs> so that's three successes and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven threats. <laughs> two failures two for failures. you, Wes. You see this shit? <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> two failures for Wes. So, Wes, you're just kind of like, you're enjoying it. You're yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to make the best out of vacation. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's interesting enough to see the ruins. And then for me, I got one success and I got one, two, three threats and another dark side point. Do a, you feel like something is watching you is while you're sitting in here? From the door or just like all around? All around. Just like a sick, bad feeling. It kind of rolls over you. Garrick, your little tiny ears kind of perk up and flicker and you hear a deep growling from somewhere in the cave. Did we just get Minds of Moria? Drums. Like, <laughs> nothing that anybody else can hear, just you. And it's just really deep, and your ears are kind of flickering, and uh gives you kind of a cold feeling Yeah, when you hear it. I'm going to try to sneak off and start looking for it. So you kind of start walking around and just following the vibrations it feels like it's coming from everywhere to you right. it's almost like an irritant at this point and uh tomorrow the nautilus he's just gonna go hey, hey don't go off too far <laughs> these old temples the walls change if that makes sense you can get Literally. lost real easy yeah oh okay hello do storms normally last on this plant on this moon the eye of the storm should pass over us about half a day and then we'll hit the beach exactly you're still wearing shorts right no I'm wearing (laughs) I wouldn't there's nasty creatures out there go fishing those are the ones I'm talking about (laughs) the fish that's cool Um, so you two are force sensitive as well no I uh, these are my two companions um I wanted them to come with me just because I felt like I could use some help, but uh, mo- mostly it's just me here for this. But uh, what uh, temple was this? What what was done here? It was actually a training temple for Padawans during the High Republic. It's been abandoned for around 150 years now. You can't tell, but it was once full of life. Are you the only person on this planet? Well, I haven't seen anyone else in quite some time. I'm going to keep looking around. You must uh, do something for entertainment. Have uh, you been inside the temple? A few times. You sort of lose track of time when you're actually in the temple. So I try to avoid it when I can. But you you followed a holocron. You must want to go in. I'm here to understand myself better, I think. And the people who gave me the holocron told me that this would be the best way to move forward with that i think so were they jedi they claim not to be but i mean Uh, i don't think anyone wants to be a jedi these days i don't blame them well when you're finished eating i would be willing to take you further are we sitting at a table or is it just like on a couch like all four of us on one couch i was picturing logs around a campfire yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's more what i was picturing just kind of like just some real yoda shit 
He's a... You can tell he just doesn't see many people. And he's kind of weirded out by your presence and doesn't know when to speak or kind of what to do with the silence that you're all sitting in. And uh, Kind of awkward. Very and awkward. You could hear the storm actually really rolling in. Banging against the uh, the blast doors outside. Just the wind. Duo stands up really fast. Goes, all right. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's uh, get going. You know? I mean, we came here for a reason. You know? We're going to explore and learn some things, so I think we should go ahead and get started. Well, let's finish eating first. Uh, well, can I get another... You can have as survey? much as you want. The pot will be there. Um, I apologize, but I cannot let you come in with us. Without the force to guide you, I'm afraid the temple is quite impossible to navigate. I, uh, Garrick looks at Dua, because he already doesn't trust this guy. Yep. Um, and just... Uh, like kind of turns his head like eh. you sure do it gives a small smile and just nods his head yes and like it's okay and do his mind the guest wouldn't send him here if there was just like an obvious horrible person right just do a trust the guest because he's never sent us to a place with a horrible person i think Dua's just excited <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> trial by fire <laughs> Garrett gets more slop. I'm just going to look at Garrett and be like, know any good stories? Hey, do you have like cards or anything? <laughs> so do what you and Tomeril head to the large stone door and he raises his hand to it. As we explore, try to feel the force around you. It will be your guide if we are separated. And he touches the door and it slides open. Do you step in? Well, uh, Garrick and Cass watch them kind of walk away into the darkness and the door closes again behind them. And you guys are sitting there for a second. Just, I don't like that guy. He's a bit strange, isn't he? Do you hear that? Because <laughs> it's still going on, right? Yeah. And like growling. It's like a r- angry rumble. It's probably just the storm hitting the doors. And as you're walking around this... Uh, living area in the cave you uh, see a pathway that you either didn't notice or wasn't there when you arrived hey Cass what come on beach access (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get up and go towards uh, where Garrick is beach sitting right so you follow it Mm -hmm. you follow it all the way down to a to a metal door Okay. Does it seem out of place? A little bit like it was put in. Yeah. Um, but it has a, a console on it. Uh, you're, you're kind of the slicer of the group, right? Am I now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to try to open it. As you're reaching out, you don't even have to hit anything. And it turns green. And the doors slide open. And you're looking into this I, I dark. Look at my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking into this dark abyss, and then two red eyes open. I reach and my stare hand back, back out. At you. <laughs> See if it closes. End of episode. Oh fuck me. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter check out our website and send us a message to get free access to our discord server and if you feel so inclined consider giving us support on patreon 
Our theme song is Far Apart by Airglow, and our background music was done by Alex Kahneman of TV Magic. Edge of the Empire is owned by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Until next time, may the Force be with you. Thank you.